안녕하세요. Welcome to Afternoon of Delight. We're Leah, Megan, and Amy, three American romance novelists discussing all things K-romance from a writer's lens. We fangirl over our favorite actors and actresses, talk up our trope addictions, and nerd out on K-drama deep dives. We'll throw in a few K-pop and K-skincare recs for good measure, because why not ride the Hollywood wave all the way to shore? So grab some deck bulky and listen to your new favorite unis. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi there. So... <laughs> So really, we're record. I'm just gonna let the cat out of the bag and let folks know we're recording this all kind of like the same night. It's just for us on the back end editing, it was gonna get way too gnarly to do like a two hour hospital playlist. And I think it's really hard to listen to. So we're recording this all in one night, but you'll be listening to it in two installments over two weeks. Yeah, we recorded hospital playlist one and two same night. Yeah. So there it is the man behind the curtain, you know, everything now. Yeah, yeah, all our secrets. Yep. We're exposed. Like I didn't wear a bra today. Megan's feet are still sweaty. <laughs> my feet are still sweaty. My my tiny baby feet. Because I wear a child size shoe. Wait, what's your shoe I do. Size? Like I need to find Crocs that are. Well, in kids, I can wear like a three and a half. Oh my God. Your what? feet are smaller than yeah. bra- my daughter's. No, it's like, like my feet are abnormally small, guys. I feel like, I, like you're like they, a they, fawn. They, they don't even fit my body. You're like a little, like, do you have hunches? No, it's true. <laughs> little hooves? <laughs> it's seriously, like my feet, there's something like, yeah. You're like a woodland creature. I can fit my shoes inside Neil's shoes. Like I can put on shoes and then put my feet in Neil's shoes and just like walk around like that. And like, I mean, he was like a 12. I mean, I'm not saying. I wish everyone crazy. could see Amy's face right now because she's just like so befuddled. I mean, well, no, because I'm like, I'm like, you're a petite person, but you're not a child size human. Right. Correct. No, that's what I'm saying. My feet are abnormally small. So it's not, I don't. <laughs> I just Abnormally small and sweaty. Yeah, they are. My mom always said I had the sweatiest feet as a child. Like, what is with that? Like, I couldn't wear footy pajamas. Oh she had to cut God. them. Your feet would sweat? Yeah, she said my feet would sweat so bad. <laughs> a tiny wet foot, Megan, leaving little puddle marks around her house. <laughs> Neil's a lucky man. <laughs> I know. He's so lucky. They've got like wood floors that have like foot marks in them, like all over as it's fading when she's where she stacks. <laughs> like part merman (laughs) so when i was in um (laughs) vegas because i still have like you know i'm still coming off my like leaving las vegas situation so i was with high school friends and one of the nights i mean it's like not a funny story really but it was one of these things where we were like in this restaurant that was like the pitch black one that i you know already talked about last week or tonight, <laughs> whatever you want to do. And the waitress was just real, like, look, these people, like, they want their tips. They're trying real hard for customer service. And so she kept doing this stuff, like, she would bring the food out, and it's pitch black. And then she'd be like, what do you think was in that dish? And we'd be like, mm, I don't know, like, celery salt and rice? And she'd be like, oh, you must be a chef you have such a good palate and she was like talking like that like trying i think to really just like woo us but like after like seven courses it was just like you tasted cauliflower well done and so i don't know what it was but it just hit me in like the funny bone after like the sixth time and i started cracking up to the point that i could not breathe and my friends all (laughs) got 
you know, like, I couldn't see their faces because it was pitch black, but they were like, you know. I was like, so you're doing this in the dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in the dark just, like, wheezing over, like, I could, like, the lady left, but at this point I was like, I was done. I just couldn't listen to it anymore, and I was just cracking up. And so I wasn't an asshole. I didn't, like, laugh in her face. so they were like, we have never heard you laugh like that. And that really, like, made me, like, take note, and I ended up telling you all because... I feel like I laugh a lot doing this podcast. And then I had this like worry. I'm like, am I just like showing up with them? Like as a joyless person, but (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, I had a lot of questions that I ended up not answering. And so I don't know if any of, and I know my one friend Kelly does listen to this sometimes. So, you know, Kelly, I don't know if I laugh, if I don't laugh enough, I'm sorry. (laughs) Maybe it's just that you needed K dramas to open you up to the hilarity that exists in life. Like you need Chinese plant huffing. <laughs> yeah, I needed to lantern, get... <laughs> Chinese lantern plant huffing. Chinese lantern plant huffing. Yeah. And, and bloody eggs popping out of mouths to really be able to like find I my mean that's fun that is funny shit. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so anyway. A total non sequitur. Like I opened Instagram like in between episodes and I just looked down and apparently the monkeys are in Chicago tonight. Oh, dang. Yeah. So tomorrow I have on my calendar, my husband has said he needs me because he'll be in meetings to book us Nick Cave tickets tomorrow at 10 o'clock. So I put it on my calendar. Do you know Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds? Yes. No, no, no. 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 I was really, I was really hoping you, (laughs) I was really hoping you misspoke and you meant Nick Cage. We have not brought up (laughs) Nick Cage. You know, we brought up Nick Cage (laughs) rope. Although I saw something recently that was like a Nick Cage dressed like Jesus and like it, like something on Facebook Marketplace. I mean, and I was like, you know, I don't not want this. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't just a still from his pig movie? What, what is it? Well, what is the pig movie called? Is it? I think it's just called Pig. I think it's just called like Pig My best or friend mud. was like, dude, it's really good. Oh, God. You know, okay, so I'm going to L.A. Yeah, my best friend's like, it's really good. <laughs> I'm going to L.A. in two weeks. To see BTS, not going to the room that they never went to, not going to the hotel they oh, never went right. to, the hotel that they almost stayed at, like Megan, but yeah, no, going to actually see the BTS, <laughs> maybe I'll see Nick Cage out and about, and if I do, I'm getting a selfie with him and putting it on a pillow on Redbubble. <laughs> I think that Nick Cage at a BTS concert is exactly what you need in your life. That would be... Look, Nick Cage is a super random guy. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> would not put it past him. Yeah. Well, I did think about him when I was in Las Vegas as he was in one of my least favorite movies I've ever watched, Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and... That was rough. Yeah, and look, I respect that. That that was a bad movie. So, I respect it. Yeah. But Face Off. <laughs> and Face Off is great. And I'll fight. Yeah, I feel like we... I need to listen to some of our early episodes where I feel like we were really into oh, Nick man. Cage. We mentioned Nick Cage every episode there for yeah, a while. Yeah, and, like and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. Punch, yeah punching because, the snake those were the in good the old face. days. <laughs> so I, put, I actually put this on Instagram, our Instagram, on our Instagram stories, but just real quick. So on Twitter, they're talking about the English remake of Train to Busan, which is like, Ugh, so, I hate it. What have they? I know. I hate train to Philly, and so I. T- <laughs> and they're sp- they're gonna call it like last train to New York. Or something. Oh God! Of course, yeah, it like, has to be New York. I mean, I love New York. Don't get me wrong. I love New York City, but like, 
Let's make, can we make it any more American than a train in New York? Right. That's what I'm saying. So I just quote tweeted and said, like, no one wants this. And then I responded to my own tweet because I talked to myself and I said, wait, is Snake Plissken in it? Because I'll watch it if Snake Plissken is in it. (laughs) I think, see, I'm laughing at my own joke. I thought that that was really funny and no one responded. at all and i'm like does no one know who snake plissken is like i would so watch snake plissken on a train with zombies so if you don't bring kurt russell back then i don't want it sorry i was gonna say like that is gonna be a grizzled snake plissken which would work which would work which would be amazing can you imagine a totally grizzled snake plissken all right so enough about snake plissken and train to busan we are going to get into today's podcast the afternoon of train is back at wong shimney station and ready for a second ride through the land of hospital playlist this is the drama set around a very simple premise the main characters have busy lives as surgeons at seoul's uj medical center but make time once a week to have dinner their night together also serves as band practice so the first thing we are going to do tonight. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Why? Is what we're going to do. Why? <laughs> because it's a hard, this because this is hard. Oh, right. It is hard. Which, and I, I feel like I have to like qualify one of mine. Just explain a little bit, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. So the first thing we're going to do is go through who we want to marry, mate, and murder from the Hospital Playlist cast. I know that a lot of people really liked our Marry, Mate, Murder podcast before, which I think we'll do another one. But yeah, we're going to get into it on uh, the Hospital Playlist cast. So first up is who would you marry? I mean, Ikjun, of course, for me, which goes back to our first deep dive, but he is my one and only from Hospital Playlist. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dr. Doe. God, I just loved him. He's just so non-toxic. He would be a great husband. I mean, I bet he gives like back rubs and stuff. He's a doctor. He's going to be such a good dad. He's going to rub your sweaty feet. He's going to rub my sweaty feet. I'm never going to let the sweaty feet go. The tiny sweaty. He's going to rub your tiny doll-sized sweaty feet. (laughs) He's going to go downtown and stay downtown. (laughs) <laughs> anyway i mean dr doe downtown yeah, i mean i know he made a pretty big mistake and fell for a scammer but he's just so wholesome and he got his money back and yeah i love him so for me look this is a surprise one i just decided to go with the main cast to make it really fucking hard and for mary look i just went with my gut and my gut told me that i want to marry sook young And that was a surprise to me, too, but not really because of a few things. One is, look, he is not the life of the party. He is a little awkward, but I really liked how he played the keyboard and sang. He's really good with his hands. But I also feel like he's very, like, empathetic. Like, I feel like he would listen to how my day went. And look, you know what? Half of marriage is really that. Just, like, listen to me talk about my boring shit and act like you give a shit. And I feel like he would do that. And I really, really was blown away by his kissing. And so I just think that, like, there could just be, like, a real, like, nice comfortability there. Plus, you know, he could deal with any of my lady, my my lady lady bit issues. issues. Yeah, he could. Well, (laughs) I also feel like, look, he is a professional vagina expert. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, just, like, put a ring on me. I'm good. Okay. So, mate. So, for me, it was Jun Wan. I love the the stoic on the outside 
marshmallow on the inside, and that's gonna be that's gonna be some fun in the sack. I think don't they allude to the fact that he like dated a lot too? I think he's got experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the I fact so. that he does settle down is yeah, I think like a surprise for everybody. Right. So I'm gonna go with Ick June just because I think I bet he'd be so fun. Like I just bet he would make the experience amazing. And that's as far that's as much as I think I should say. Well, let me just you really like devolve everything then. And no. Um, so I went with Ikjun as well, simply because, yes, I think he has like a lot of confidence. And like, if I'm just going to mate, like, I need, like, it's either going to be like a Dong Mei where I'm just going to like be like a freaking tiger running around in like the jungle, gnawing on like a chicken bone. Or <laughs> I don't even know. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Amy's face right now. Hopefully more than a chicken bone. (laughs) Um, But like, if I'm going to have a one night stand, which is what presumably this question is getting at with like a mate, it would also, if I'm not going to like be like a feral predator with like my bloody samurai, then I would just like, if this could have the potential to be awkward and uncomfortable. And so I feel like Ikjun is just like, he takes anything that's awkward and makes it comfortable. So he's going to make it feel fun. He's going to make it feel easy. With or without a Darth Vader helmet. You know, so (laughs) (laughs) one thing that I was talking about with my high school friends is I used to have a Darth Vader helmet, like a full cosplay Darth Vader helmet. And I was known occasionally to drink in high school take my top off and run around my neighborhood after midnight wearing just the Darth Vader helmet. So, I mean, he and I Dude, could get you are freaky with our There's Darth another helmets. fact about Leah I did not know about. She just throws them in every once in a while. Kids listening like at home, have something we like do that. not condone teenage drinking, running topless, or wearing a Darth Vader helmet at night. <laughs> Darth Vader helmet at night. In a sexual way. I love how you emphasize that. I don't wear it at night, folks. I'm sorry. And you know what? I need to remember that sometimes my kids do want to listen to these. So mama's got to rein it in. <laughs> Put like a content warning in the show notes for this one. Okay. So murder. So this was tough. And I don't, I mean, okay. So I put Ixun and it's not because I don't like her, but she broke Junwan's heart. And we talked about, Megan brought that up in episode one of our hospital playlist deep dive. There was no reason to break his heart the way that she did. It could have gone another way. And so for that, I just, you know. I'm a little angry at her, but I still love her. Yeah, it was crappy. Okay, so originally I had kind of like that evil doctor, and Leah's like, come on, that's too easy. So, but I'm still not choosing like a main cast member, but I'm going to choose Suk Young's mom. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry, she was just the worst throughout the whole thing. Like, I don't, I didn't, I think we were supposed to be like a little empathetic to her because her husband cheated on her, but... I just found her to be pretty narcissistic throughout the whole drama and the choices she made, I thought were kind of crappy and she was just like all around a little bit of a shitty person. I'm sorry. (laughs) She was for a lot of it. I totally agree. But I think eventually like her son and Rosa and Jiangsu helped her become a little bit better. Like, I do think she had a little bit of growth, but yeah, she was, she was not great. Yeah, she was not great. A minuscule amount of growth. Like, for a woman of that age to have that little growth, holy jeez. I don't know. I just thought, I don't... Yeah. Like, and the way she always talked informally to everyone, I yes. thought... Yeah. I'm not even, like, my limited knowledge of 
Korean culture is that's pretty disrespectful. So it kind of just, it just drove me crazy. I don't know. And then the fact that he literally had to like lie to her to get him to like accept who he was dating. Like, ugh. I really thought we were going to get like a choo-choo mama yeah. showdown. Yeah, agreed. Especially after they prefaced like that, like the mom was like hating on choo-choo that one time and it never happened. I was surprised. Like there were a few things that happened in the end that were rushed and that was something I felt like I wish that was like that moment happened. I thought his plot to like do the U.S. like fake out was going to be more revealed on camera than it was. I 100% agree with that. I actually thought I was mistaken and there was another episode because I was like waiting for that big to kind of set it up. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder if they filmed it and cut it for time. But I feel like of all things, I they could have cut three surgeries in the last episode. <laughs> They really, if they were going to have to balance it, they could have taken out some surgeries to fit that in. Three surgeries, three arm scrubbings, and a croc toe button. I could have taken (laughs) croc toe button. (laughs) I could have taken three less of those and gotten more of my choo-choo because I loved her. So, look, I call bullshit on both of these for you. I think we were going main cast, but nobody listened to my roles. So, like, I'm the only one. Megan that, like, told me not to go main here. cast. Megan gave me free reign. I asked I know, you in the, in the Slack chat and you didn't respond to me, but Megan did. And so, look, once again, it is my fault. It's my I fault. was working. I had a long day and I was trying to do my homework while I was at work. And I asked for a direction and I didn't get it. Megan's just a weenie, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking murder Junwon because, I don't know, <laughs> I was struggling with this, and I almost went Songhua, no. but then I was like, that's going to make Ikjun just too sad. I'm not killing Bear, and I'm not killing Andrea. Well, and so I was like, try- then I was like almost cowardly and being like, maybe I won't go five main five cast and I'll just do Ixun. But then I'm like, well, then Junwon's life is shit. So I'd be like, Junwon, I'm doing this for Ixun. Sorry, buddy, <laughs> you're going. And he'd be it's like, fair. okay, fair, fair. It's fair. It's fair. This was a hard, that was hard though. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, in season two we also got to find out the name of the band which i thought was again going to be like set up a little more because that was remember they were all going out to that hike and then like their hike all fell away and it did lead to one of my favorite parts of the show which was the night that sukyung and jinwan had to like spend together in chichu's parents house and they were like that moment where like i loved it you realize yeah like so awkward in every friend group, there's, like, two friends that just aren't as good friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But, like, like each other. But, like, when it's I just them it. alone. It was, like, the energy there was just, like, a chef's kiss of, like, so subtly, like, hilarious. <laughs> it was. I loved it. When they were, like, fighting over the remote, I loved it so much. And so where they went was, you know, I might mess up the pronunciation here, but it was, like, Goginyang Ridge. And that's the name of their band. So, you know, what's one cover you'd like to see the band play? So I want them to cover something like Gravity from Wicked and let John Mindo, who's Songwa, sing like she really can because she's not an awful singer. So I would love to hear her like really belt something out. But as a group, so everyone can sing, how about we go something vintage, like a Beatles song? Like I would love something super fun, like All You Need Is Love. And then, like I was like, no, how about... The Ted Lasso theme song, because that is my one, like, you know, Western love right now is Ted Lasso, which is sung by Marcus Mumford. So then my favorite Western media show, dramedy, whatever you want to call it, will merge with my K-drama love, and I will be oh so happy. 
the universe will align. It will. So <laughs> for me, I saw that you were like, please recommend a monkey song. I'm not opposed, but I'm going to say, look, I want a power ballad here. I think they do the ballads well. And for me, there is no power ballad quite that gets me in all my feelings as Phil Collins is against all odds. Take a look at me now. <laughs> this is so surprising to me. Like, like it is so... <laughs> Because I cannot stand Phil Collins. Well, like, this is so surprising to me. Oh, I love Phil Collins. Seriously. <laughs> when I was, yeah, like, I 10, like too. So, like, I loved Phil Collins and Kenny G. Oh, my God. What is going on here? I was totally expecting, like, something, like, <laughs> uber indie from you that I was like, you're going to introduce me to something super cool because that's what Leah does. <laughs> Like, Leah introduced me to Bishop Briggs, and I was like, awesome, I love her. Nope, we got Phil Collins. Take a look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> just an empty place. I mean, they would do such a good job with it. <laughs> so, I like, I had to think about this one. So, I would have, I would love to see them do, like, some other 80s songs, like, maybe, like, Take On Me Ooh, by that Aha. would be super mm. fun. Or, how amazing if they did... Don't You Forget About yeah. Me from mm-hmm. the Breakfast Club soundtrack. Those would be amazing. They could totally pull off those, like, 80s kind of, yeah, like, power ballads. Because, I mean, the Bon Jovi song they did is, like, one of their, like, later songs. Yeah, that was super mm-hmm. fun. I, uh, you just made me, like, and this came up in an episode of Ted Lasso, too. I, now I want them to do Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. Yeah, I was actually thinking that, too. Like, I want them to Rickroll us. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would totally be here for it. <laughs> So, you know, the characters in this, like the actors, they actually all learned to play their instruments and now have this real band that's called Mido and the Falasols, which is like basically like Mido and the Parasols. And I think that's actually like fairly It is cute. It's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. And you can listen to them on Spotify because I do. (laughs) But if you're crushing on a band or someone in a band and who hasn't, like, who is the person in the group that you're going to be into? Is it like the lead vocals? Is it the drummer? Is it the bassist? What? So I feel like this is so cliche, but for me, it's lead vocals. To me, a guy who can sing is super hot. I'm not like Leah where I hate singing in shows and books and stuff like that, but I also don't think Leah hates them anymore. <laughs> so I don't think she knows what she likes. But a guy who can sing is a guy who can sing is hot, but only... If I know him as a singer before I know him, like if it was in real life and I was like dating a guy, like already dating a guy and then found out he was in a band, I feel like it would be totally cringy. But like if I saw him in a band first and then like met the guy, I don't know. Is that weird? Like that's just, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like, just like, like my daughter does theater and she's really, really good singer. But she would never practice her audition stuff in front of me because she feels like it's going to be like super cringy. Whereas I don't. That's how she feels as the singer. And I kind of feel like the reverse of it if it's with, yeah, if you're in like a romantic situation and a guy just starts singing to you (laughs) like after you're already dating him, I'm just a huge no for that. But like, yeah, lead singer of a band is hot. So I had a friend who once went to Italy, like at like, you know, 19, 20, and she went to Rome and decided it was time to lose her beat card. So she did with an Italian. And afterwards, once the deed was done, he gathered her into his arms like a little baby, (laughs) which is is already a no. 
And if you knew her, like, (laughs) I believe this wasn't something she was greatly into. And he then sang, Unbreak My Heart. (laughs) No! No, no, no. Making eye contact. no. Making, like, very intense, deliberate eye contact. No. (laughs) Eye contact. That's the worst. That's straight out of my nightmares. I feel like the only place, and this is also in fiction, but the only place where it didn't get cringy, but they acknowledged that it should be cringy, was in Schitt's Creek when Patrick serenaded Oh, that really was sweet. And it should have been cringy. But it wasn't. And Yeah, when when Moira was just like, oh no, I'm like, we were all Moira. Like, no. And then she called him his butter-voiced beau. Yeah, and he was. Because he was. So I'm going to go with lead guitarist. So I had a thing... Watching the November Rain video by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> that was a long fucking video. It really was. Slash okay. though. It was like a 15 minute video. I know. Okay, but when Slash. It's a good song. When Slash walks in front of that church and just like plays his guitar with like an intense hip thrust. Just like it did. It did stuff to me as a young as a young child. Just like, like rum tum tugger and uh, it was like it's like a rum tum tugger and slash <laughs> and this is slash you can't even see his face no he has no face uh it's just I've always had a thing about that scene like I can picture it in my head it's just so there's always been a thing I'm not really into like bands like or that's never been a thing for me but I would say if you if I have to pick out of a band that's what it is and to this day like november rain still bangs and one time my husband and i were in the car and he november rain came on like the playlist and he changed it and i almost divorced him over i said i mean i was furious i like slam my hand on the dashboard i said don't you ever skip november rain ever not in this car not ever (laughs) could he skip phil collins he can skip phil collins (laughs) You know what? Here, I'm looking up the. He tries I'm to looking skip this my up. all the time. <laughs> Phil Collins, what the church scene against oh. all odds? No, I'm gonna like look at these. How can I just let you walk away? <laughs> just let you. I know. I mean, I know the song. Let you leave without a trace. When I stand here taking every breath with you. <laughs> You're the only one who ever knew me at all. So take a look at me now. She pulled her cord out again. I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) Phil Collins ended this podcast. Oh my god, I can't. I can't deal. I'm not not editing this fucker. (laughs) I renege on what I said I would do. Oh my god, this is incredible. So, sorry, we're back. <laughs> Phil Collins is fucking shit up for us. <laughs> I got really, really into singing, and I unplugged my mic, and that disconnected me from the podcast, and we had to start everything over. <laughs> it was so funny. And in the midst of it all, I learned that Leah does not even know that the song that she's belting out is from a movie called Against All Odds with a very young, very good-looking Jeff Bridges. I didn't know that scene. Nope, I just had, like, my tiny little, like, Phil Collins mixtapes. It's from 1984, the movie. I'm just remembering all my Phil Collins. Remember Su-Su-Studio? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That is not a good song. (laughs) There's something in the air tonight. (laughs) 
I like the Tarzan song. I like the Tarzan the song. Tarzan. The Tarzan. Yeah, he sings the yeah. theme song from like the tar- the Disney Tarzan. He does. does he sing? He's, he does. Oh no, that's Elton John. You'll be <laughs> in my heart. Oh, I was thinking he did the Lion King one too, but I'm pretty sure that that's no, that's Elton, Elton John. John. No, my it's bad. From, yeah. <laughs> Can you feel the love? Okay. Well, fun fact about me is you used to be in a band and you were a drummer and you like you like were in the Olympics or something, right? <laughs> and she worked in an office and had an no, office sadly. romance. I, <laughs> I liked a guy who was a lead singer in a band and listeners, I dated him and yeah, I would go to concerts and watch him sing and I liked it. (laughs) And it was a fun romance until he dumped me. And that's how I met my husband. He was the last boyfriend I had before my husband or no second to last. Anyway, long story short, I dated a singer. It was fine. It was fun. But I would say that like, as like a rule, I tend to like a drummer. I feel like they're in the back. It's a little like I really like Lars Ulrich. From oh, Metallica. he's great! Like that was yeah, that was like my thing. And probably like of all the drummers grade, though, a lot. Like of all the drummers, you went with Lars. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, no, no <laughs> disrespect. It's just I don't know. Okay, who would you go for? I mean, I don't know. I would go for Larry Mullen Jr. from U two. <sighs> Okay, well, sorry, I went for Lars Ulrich. No, that's great. Lars is a good dude. Metallica is good. they're good dudes. But yeah, I just there's something about the drummer keeping time back there, and you know, I did find myself drawn to the drummer many a time in Hospital Playlist as well. I do think drummers are cool for sure. Yeah, I almost chose drummers, but then the whole image of Slash from the in front of the church November rain got in my head, and then I. <laughs> Yeah. I did He's try to be together. a drummer in the school band and I was very, very bad and I had to drop out. I have no rhythm, actually. <laughs> so we have this thing with Neil's brother and his wife. We like to get each other's kids like the most annoying, loudest toys possible. They've gotten like my kids like a keyboard that only meowed. <laughs> um, they got th- this chicken from the Hawaiian Moana. Moana. Thank you. They got us this chicken from Moana that only squawked. And I'm talking like ear piercing squawking sounds. And we got them like a whole like musical set that their their youngest son loves. But anyway, we were in Home Goods the other day and they have toys there. And Neil found this like drum set for like toddlers. And he was like dead serious. He's like, let's get it. I was like, they are going to kill us in our sleep. No way are we buying a drum set for their kid. Uh Uh-uh. I had to put my foot down. Because then what's the retaliation? I don't that's what know. you have to worry about. I right? don't that's what you have to worry about. Wanna know. What do they get you then? Yeah. That's why I was like, we're not we're not going that far. That is crossing. Like they the get line. they get your kids like handheld sirens or yeah. something. <laughs> well, I have a recommendation because we do this to one of uh, my daughter's friends, like to drive her mom crazy, and a yodeling pickle. You can get it on uh, Amazon. I'm not doing it. It's a it's a pickle that's like yodeling. Oh no. <laughs> I hope none of my family listens to that. They'll get that for us. <laughs> All right. So. This drama is full of lovely love affairs, but let's flip it around. What's a ship you'd love to see on the show? I love the bromance between Junwan and Dr. Doe so much that I kind of ship it. I mean, you're not wrong. I love them. I really love did. Them. 
So I'm not going to go, I'm going to go with, which I actually thought they were going to maybe do a romance. I don't know. One of the residents or an intern, I wasn't sure. He worked usually under Song Wa. So his name is Song Yang. Oh yeah. And he had this like attachment to a patient who came in. She was in, I think like a, a car accident or a motorcycle accident with her boyfriend and she wasn't wearing a helmet. And the boyfriend basically like dropped her off the hospital and drove away. And she had like a mm-hmm. brain injury where she, I mean... They didn't even know she was going to make it. I don't know. He just had, like, had an attachment to her, and I kind of loved that. And he really was rooting for her, and I thought it was really sweet. And I also thought I liked that storyline where they had to show her, like, learning to speak and, like, walk and things like that again. But anyway, I kind of hope for a cute little romance there, that's all. Yeah, they were cute. Mm. So I went with Songhua and Junwan. Because not only were they both, like, physically very compatible (laughs) as, like, bespeckled small folk, they love to eat. And I just felt like, you know, they could take that appetite and make it an appetite for life and for each other. And I just feel like there could have been some fun, you know, that relationship I felt like could have been something fun, too. I mean, obviously, Ikjun was, like, endgame, but I felt like there could have been something fun there. I agree. All right. Well, let's do our favorite part of every episode, which is our K-pop wreck of the week. Megan, what do you got for us? So like last week, I kind of recommended a song with kind of more of like a rock vibe um, in honor of Hospital Playlist. And I'm going to do that again. So I'm actually going to throw it back a few years to Block B. And this song is called Very Good. And I can't even explain how obsessed I am with this song and the music video. It's feels like not dated in any sort of way the video is super crazy they basically rob a bank and dance among money and all kinds of stuff and it's just great and you know some of the members have gone on to have some solo careers and things so they're a really popular group back then and they're still pretty famous obviously among k-pop fans so i really recommend the song it's super fun again it's called very good it's by block b and i will put it on our spotify playlist And if you want to join in the discussion about our podcast, please join us on Patreon. We are having so much fun over there with our patrons. We post polls. We talk about upcoming dramas. If you are a patron, you get one bonus episode every month. And then you also get to talk to us on a monthly live in what we call a K-drama support group, which is very funny. We had one last month the first one it was a blast leah had this whole list of questions because she was worried that there was going to be some sort of like awkward silence Mm -hmm. but everyone talked so much that we made it through one question (laughs) it was so much fun it was so much fun we had a great time so we also do that every month and yeah just join us on the community over there so you just go to patreon.com and search for afternoon delight and we put all the information in the show notes and on our website which is afternoonadelight.com All right. So I thought it would be fun to do like some yearbook type of superlatives where, you know, we have like some categories and we have to nominate someone from the show who like we think is a good fit for the category. How about if we start with best shoulder to cry on? So I jumped in for this one and said Sukyong because I just felt like, you know, they all were really empathetic in their own ways. But I felt like he really was working with women at their most vulnerable times. And he had like such a steady 
calming vibe to him that, you know, I just feel like I could have opened up and like cuddled into that little bear anytime. And he would have told me it was all going to be okay. And I would have totally believed him. (laughs) And so for being such like an emotionally cut off person, I thought his arc was interesting because he was bringing that to patients. Yet he was also the same character who like would watch variety shows and not want to get in the elevator with people because he was like so intensely introverted until the end when like he began to like open up because he was like falling in love and like that was so great too but yeah i felt like he had a great art yeah i just loved his whole thing he was just the best and i would snuggle with him for sure (laughs) how about best smile i chose song hua for this i just thought she was so freaking sweet she smiled all the time and she had such a pretty smile Mm -hmm. and i either want to be her or be her friend or something one little fact about her i loved how much she loved the rain Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool that every time it rained, Ick June would come find her. Aww. I know. And they would rain, they would eat together. And I just, I really love that fact about her. It was another one of those character details that was really, really cool about Hospital Playlist. Most likely to win the lottery and lose the ticket. Oh, yeah. So this one, without a doubt, was Zhang Wan or Andreas. <laughs> like, there's just no doubt in my mind. He would have been, like, money just was like, I mean, he came from privilege and wealth. So that was like part of it. But also I just feel like he was constantly like absolutely the person that would be like, I just won $5 million. And I like, uh oh, <laughs> he was like, I mean, he basically like bled himself dry of his money, but always for like good causes and stuff like that. Like, you know, like I love that he was daddy long legs and kept that going. And even when he didn't know where he'd get more money from to continue, you know, being a philanthropist that he just did it. So yeah, I I love that. Like it wouldn't be, he wouldn't lose it because he's not good with money. But I think, I don't know. I feel like he's just a giver. He wants to give everything away. Yeah. But I feel like he's kind of got this absent-minded streak. But also, interestingly, in all of this, was he was incredibly cheap. And I loved how... (laughs) For sure. I love that. Like, the whole thing with the shampoo. Oh, yeah, I love that he was so cheap. (laughs) Yeah, I hated when Jungwon used his shampoo. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. Um, Most likely to get married first. Yeah, I mean, Jungwon? Like, isn't that... I mean, I feel like that's a given. He's going to propose to Dr. Jung, and they're going to live happily ever after as, like, the cutest, nicest couple ever. So most unforgettable. Songwa's voice. <laughs> the good or the bad? <laughs> yeah, the bad. The bad. I love the karaoke at the end. I know. When she's like, I'm going to sing. And, the, and Iksun's like, oh, is she a good singer? And then she starts singing and Iksun's like, oh my yeah. God. But so I cool. love that it showed like Ikjun's point of view. That was so cute. Yeah. And he's looking at her and he's so proud. And I love that she just, she gets in she doesn't it. care. Like, she doesn't yeah. care. She's just... Just belts it. Yep. And best mentor. Junwan to Dr. Do, even though he doesn't really intend it. I just love that Junwan is the little marshmallow at heart that we know that he is, and because of this, you know, was a great mentor to Dr. Do, and also ended up being a great friend to him. Who would you most like to share a meal with, and what are you all going to be eating? So hands down, Songwa and Junwan. Even though I'd probably walk away with an empty belly, I would thoroughly enjoy watching them competitively eat. That was one of my favorite parts of the drama. And of course, we'd be sharing some expensive meat that Jungwon would pay for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Ik Jun would start, like, would make Songwa, like, recite this little mantra at the beginning so she would slow down. Uh, I just, I love that whole thing. So yes, I would want to eat with them as well. And I would buy them, like, all the meat I could. 
Just because even just watching them watch the meat being cooked was entertaining. <laughs> it was. And, you know, I had a real, like, for me, too, also, when they had the McDonald's, like, surprise product placement. And then, like, they had all these, like, McDonald's things that are, like, obviously on, like, the Korean menu. Look, I'm not a McDonald's, like, eater by nature, but I was intrigued. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is, like, it's so funny because I did not think one bit about how no characters ever eat burgers like i've never thought i've never thought why aren't they why isn't anyone eating a burger i've never thought that once the whole time i've watched korean dramas and then when they're in the car and they're like oh yeah we let's let's go for for burgers i was like burgers like it was like it was like i was like yeah anyway how come no one ever talks about burgers it's just so funny because in america it's like a fast food burger is i mean i mean my son came in tonight and was like can we get burgers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get... I oh love a God. burger. I mean, look, I gotta say this. Burger King burgers are the bomb, okay? They are so good. Anyway, like, I've been really hungry for a Burger King burger lately, and I'm trying not to cave. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was just really funny. And so to see them, like, all sitting around just, like, eating burgers was great. And it took me a, a while to realize it was a McDonald's yeah. product placement, I have to admit. It wasn't as obvious as some others. Like, we talked about the hometown cha-cha-cha yeah. uh, Pizza Hut product placement. Which was hysterical. Still hysterical how they were, like, laughing doing it. But, yeah, no, and this, oh, like, the, yes. the way they were ordering it, too. Like, it was, like, the 15-something or, you know, they had different names. So, like, yeah. yeah. No, it sounded good. I kind of want to, I want to try, like, Korean McDonald's. Because, yeah, I'm sure, obviously, they have different things on the menu to fit Korean palates. And I want to try it. Okay, so Choo Choo, Minha, Chu Minha, who is Suk Young's, like, resident, I guess. I loved her. I want to be her friend. And she had this amazing scene that all three of us loved. So she asked Suk Young to eat with her and he ended up not showing up. Or he just, or what was the deal? He denied her. He said no. He denied her. That's it. But she still kept the reservation. So she ate at this steak restaurant that was across from the hospital, which I think it was like literally called the steakhouse across from the hospital. It was. <laughs> right? It was that's what it was called, which is so funny. And she sat there and she didn't look sad. She was like, you know what? This is good steak. This is good wine. And I'm gonna eat it. And she sat there and she ate it all by herself. She she would I loved how she would eat her cut her steak and she'd like happily like chew and swallow and then she'd get up and go to the other side where suck young would have been sitting and she cuts that steak and eats it and drinks that wine and then she goes around she was just a really fantastic character and i know leah talked about i love it you know kind of how much self-love she had i mean at one point she looks at suck young and she's like i'm a good person and i know i am and it's like yeah you are a good person choo choo she's fantastic and i'm glad she knows it and that she knew what she was worth I did love all the different makeup tricks that she tried, though. Throughout. Oh, adorable. Like, so funny. Like, thinking that <laughs> she was looking supernatural when she had on, like, this really dark foundation. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> I was like, honey, match it to your neck, honey. Yeah, she yeah. was the best. It was very cute. Very cute. So one thing I need to get off my chest is just when Jungwon was, like, so, you know, there was the emotional end of, like, epi- or season one where, like, you know, he kisses the girl and is going to, like, you know, whatever, not be a priest. And then we start hospital playlist season two and he's, like, in bed, rolling around and giggling to himself. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I just, I could, I can't. <laughs> like, it was, like, it's so, cute. so cute. So cute. And, like, again, I don't feel like I'm somebody who just, like, loves cute. And, like, apparently I do. 
<laughs> yeah, again. You love cute. You love office romances. You love bands. You love Dr. Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Collins. Yeah. All the things that you thought you didn't love. Right. That's right. But yeah, I mean, just in general, this just was like a delight of a drama. Like, truly. Like, there's... It is. It's Slice of Life, and it's the... I feel like it's the first real Slice of Life that I've watched, right? Because I haven't watched The Replies yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I will watch Reply 1988, but I just... Yeah, I you know, I wondered how much I would like this, because I, I knew that Leah did, and I didn't want to not love it, because I knew how much you did. And I... Like Megan, I was worried after that first episode. I'm like, really? This is Leah's favorite? But it was just a messy first episode because after that, I was 100% in and could not spend enough time with these people and was not sad that it ended because it ended well Mm -hmm. and everything was happy and I was happy, but just sad to not spend, you know, 90 minutes to 120 minutes with these people (laughs) each week. Yeah, absolutely. So we did ask our patrons about Hospital Playlist to see if there's anything they wanted to say. So Grace said, I just wanted to say that the black leather and chain outfits they all wear for their jam session for It's My Life Gives Me Life, which, yes, we agree. Laura says she misses both shows, which, agreed. Kate says, such a good drama. I watched before Replied 1988, and I'm so glad I did. And yeah, we have heard that a lot, that there's a lot of, what, like, Easter eggs kind of? And she said she thought the writing in Hospital Playlist is so good and the hospital stories along with the music was just top notch. Sarah has a good point and we actually talked about this a little with her before the Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha podcast when she guested. She says, primarily thought this drama was perfect for the times. I watched it during COVID when I wanted this cozy world where good doctors exist who want to do the best for their patients who are respected for their knowledge and training, which is funny and about camaraderie and the triumph of good people. I still want to live in that world. And she said, I love the central cast. I love their love life stories and especially the ones that grew over two seasons and gave me proper payback. I love the band, the side characters, the bromances, and I want to marry Zhang Wan, only I'm not actually good enough for him so he can stick with Goyol. Aw, <laughs> I love really that. Sweet. That's awesome. I know. So, yeah, I mean, that's what we have to say about Hospital Playlist. All three of us liked it a lot. Leah especially loved it's it. It's probably my top three, I think. Yeah, it is a fantastic slice of life. I mean, it's one thing that I kind of realized after watching this is that I would say, like, slice of life is not what I would choose to watch, which, again, that's why I like this podcast is because, you know, I watched this, which is something I never, ever, ever would have chosen. But I ended up really loving it, and these characters really taught me a lot, and made me think and they're endeared to me so um i'm super glad that i watched it and hours of surgeries and hours of surgeries and croc toe buttons (laughs) (laughs) so let's close it out with uh what is everybody watching okay so oh boy i just finished up my name I am not going to say much. Leah is in the middle of watching it. Let's just say it's one of those dramas that, like, I can't... It's over, and I and now I'm, like, watching, like, videos of the cast talking. I'm watching, like, their freaking red carpet arrivals because I can't stop thinking about them. It's a sickness. The drama just left a big impression on me. Yes, I liked it a lot. Was it stressful as hell? Yes. Was it bloody? Extremely. It was freaking brutal. But I do think we'll be covering it, probably just Leah and I, because <laughs> it's not an Amy <laughs> drama. But I do think we will be covering it. I do know, I mean, obviously it was extremely popular and a lot of our patrons have seen it. So um, I want to, you know, I kind of want to cover it for them. But 
I'm not sure what I'm starting next, but I am going to start Happiness, which is currently airing. It's not that I don't want to watch dramas like My Name and Squid Game and stuff like that. I am just, you know, I mentioned it before, I can't be a doctor because I can't handle gore. And I wish that I could. I wish that I had a partner to watch this with live who could say, Amy, it's okay to come out from under the blanket yeah. now. <laughs> uh, but I will tell you, My Name, I don't know when. It was relentless. It no, was relentless. There's no tame part. I mean, okay. it felt relentless to me. That's And... You know me, and, like, that's the kind of shows that, like, I really do enjoy, but it was exhausting. I like action dramas like Healer, where you oh, barely see there's blood, no blood. anybody oh, ever. No. Yeah. It was, like, 80s action punches where the guys were like, Yes, Ugh. it was the best. The best. And I am, so I was pretty sick last week when we recorded our hometown cha-cha-cha pod. Like, the worst head cold for the second time since school started. Like, I usually get a back-to-school cold when school starts. And you'd think wearing a mask eight hours a day and all the kids being masked that I would uh, stay healthier. But nope, I got my second back to school cold, felt like crap, and needed a comfort watch. And so I am rewatching my Goblin. Mm. How's that holding up? Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> like, I cannot, I mean, it makes me so happy and so sad, you know, all at the same time. But yeah, Gong Yu all the way. It's my favorite, still my favorite. And I've just finished Go Back Couple, which I really enjoyed and do highly recommend like a fun time travel with like a premise of a husband and wife who are getting a divorce, going back in time to when they first met, but with their memories intact. It was a fun show and it's short, like 12 episodes on Vicky. I want to watch this one. Mm -hmm. I really, yeah, it's really poignant and great. Then I'm also watching King's Affection on Netflix, which is a two episode a weeker and is really great. Um, I was iffy with that one at first and I'm really liking it now. And then, yeah, I'm watching My Name, which is intense and I'm going to be getting into it tonight, getting into that bloody, bloody fighting. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Ambo Yun, though, I mean, I would take him oh. like in a box with a fox with green eggs and ham. Oh my God. He's so, oh, he's so freaking amazing. And like, like I said, I was watching just, like, him walking a red carpet in a freaking suit. And I was like, this is illegal. Like, this is criminal. This man in the suit. Oh, I can't handle it. So. Makes me want to sing some Phil Collins ballads. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, before she starts singing again yeah. and knocks herself off the oh, podcast, man. we'll just say, Come samnida. Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Make sure to subscribe for more great K-Romance conversation. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Afternoon of Delight Podcast for more information on our podcast, behind-the-scenes photos, and, of course, pics of our favorite opas and unis. Annyeong! Annyeong!